Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Hello, everybody. Hi, you watching. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I just got off a live Zoom call called What If Your Money Worked For You Instead Of You Working For Your Money, which was the beginning of a study of this incredible resource called Write Riches For You. And this show is a live recap of the gems from that call as much as I can remember. So if those of you guys that are joining live, hi, it's nice to see you. A lot of you guys were on that call with me. If you guys have questions about money, financial reality, any of that, you can please put them in the comments. I see you. If you can tell me your name, that's also helpful because StreamYard doesn't really show me. Hi, Don. Hi, Facebook user. Um, <laughs> I am so grateful for these tools of access consciousness, you guys. And um, for me, this book has been one of the most pivotal resources for me to change everywhere I'm functioning with money. Here's the thing we got to get about changing anything. Oh, before, okay, here's the thing we got to get about changing anything is that we can, <laughs> anything can change. And that what we're currently creating from is this unconscious slurry of points of view. All right. So what I see a lot of people, what, what I see a lot of us trying to do with anything, I can give you an example and I will in a second, is we try to identify what we're fun like the, the individual components of the slurry in order to obtain a different result. But the thing is, it doesn't really work because what you end up being distracted by is the slurry. And what you're never looking at is the choice you have for something different. I'm going to give you a really great example in my own life. Hi, Jasna. Hi, Maxi. Hi, Monby. So I recently had a session with Gary Douglas. This is probably going to come up a lot in the next 25 years of my life. It's always going to be, I recently had the session and, you know, I was going in looking at the slurry. And for those of you guys that don't know what I'm saying, it's S L U R R Y slurry is like this um, chemical soup that gets created from mining, from fracking. It's a slurry of shit. Okay. So I went in with the slurry I was looking at and I was really looking at changing where I was coping instead of living essentially. So I went in with that question and I said, Gary, can you help me look at this? And he's like, well, I'll try. For those of you guys that have never had a conversation with Gary Douglas, he's, uh, <laughs> he's that. And so I started asking him about this coping thing that I was doing. Now, when you're coping, money's hard. You react all the time. Um, you're in survival, basically. Somewhere you've decided that this incredible amount of information that you get from being aware, which all of you are, by the way, is too much. And so instead of choosing receiving, which to me is like up, an upgrade of intelligence, 
you choose at some point to cope. And, you know, for me, I chose coping way back when I was two years old. So a lot of these decisions that we're living from now as grownups were made way back then. Okay. So I'm like, can you help me look at this? You know, this coping thing, I keep reacting. And I'm, I was, I was really looking for the choice for something like, what can I choose for that would change this? I knew he was going to deliver to me something that was going to be overly simple. And I knew he was going to zag when I thought he was going to zig. And sure enough. So he said, well, what you got to get is now, whenever Gary says what you got to get is that is like the key dominant thing that if you are willing to let it change your life, will change everything. He goes, what you got to get is would an infinite being choose to cope? Now, he didn't even say it with that much emphasis. He's just like, what you got to get is would an infinite being choose to cope? And I was like, fucking hell inside. No. Now, at that point in the conversation, it was a 30 minute conversation. I was still like, okay, I know this stuff. I was annoyed with myself. I wasn't quite getting it yet. I was getting it, but I wasn't getting it. So I got no, an infinite being wouldn't choose to cope. But then I still had all these questions about all this material, the slurry, right? This is what we're looking at changing is this slurry of points of view that are creating our reality. I knew I had all these unconscious points of view that was creating coping, that was creating reaction. Like, can you help me with this? So I said, what about this other aspect? And he's like, well, would an infinite being choose that? Okay, I'm starting to hear him because it's the second time he's asked me that. I'm like, no. I went in for the third thing and I did get a piece of information and here's what it was. He's like, I said, Gary, can you talk to me about this section right here? This section says that when I was little, I was aware that I needed to be protected. And he said, yeah, you were aware. And then what did you decide? And I was like, oh, he's like, you decided that coping was the only way to handle what you were aware of. You were correct that you needed to protect yourself from these crazy people. What's the greatest protection? And I was like, awareness. Ah, so it was the decision that I'd made, you know, however many years ago that was creating my life today, that I was still trying to change. But here's the thing about changing something. You can't actually change anything. You can only choose something else. So as I'm sitting with this whole thing, and this is such a money conversation, you guys, as I was sitting with this whole thing, and I'm like, what is the choice that I can make? And he's like, well, would an infinite being choose to cope? And I was like, no. I said, so the choice is infinite being. He's like, yeah, it's just a choice. Again, if you've ever talked to Gary, he's like understates, well, it's just not significant. It's just a choice. And I'm like, yeah, but that choice like changes everything. So we go on with the session and there was other things that came up, but then it circled back around to like, well, I said, what is it that you know about infinite being that I'm not getting? And he's like, I know it. He yelled. <laughs> he's like, I know it's a reality. Like, duh. And, um, you know, it was funny because I, I said, Gary, these things are so obvious to you, but it's not obvious to all of us. And I said, what would it take for the things that are obvious to Gary to be obvious to me? And he's like, great question. But, the, but it stuck with me. He said, I know this is a reality. And I really let that sink in. If you listen to the session recording, it's quite funny because there's like, I say something for three seconds and he says something for five seconds. And then there's like a minute of silence. <laughs> 
because I'm like letting everything soak in. So he's like, I know this is a reality. And, and that's when I, it, it, like it sunk in in a different way. And he's like, so are you creating yourself as an infinite being or are you creating yourself as a finite being? And I was like, I got finite being. And then, you know, the session ended and I just have been really being with this. Now, what's interesting about this infinite being conversation is it's like on page three of this book. Now, this is the book we're going to be studying for the next four or five months in Salandala Consciousness. And I'll make sure you have the link if you want to choose it. Um, but I, like, what I'm starting to get, starting, just starting, is that instead of looking for the reality we can choose to create from or not, we kind of keep putting our attention on what we think the problem is. Now, why is that a trap? Like, why is looking at the slurry a trap? Let's take my example. So I was looking at, I kept looking at like, what the F is going on for me, right? So this last year and a half for me, I've just been reacting like a motherfucker, just crazy. And I've talked about it in multiple ways. I've done different classes on it. I've run clearing loops on it. I've done all the things similar to what a lot of us have done around money, right? We've bought all the loops. We've gone to the calls. We've studied the workbook or we've at least bought it and put it on our nightstand. Um, you know, we've, a lot of us have that. I, I get that sense from a lot of us, like where we've kind of done all the, I've done all the things. Why isn't this changing? Me too. I've like looked at this from every direction. And finally I got to the coping thing and I'm like, oh, I've got to the, I've got, I've got it. This is the thing I'm doing. And he's like, well, yeah, but that's not the thing that's going to change it looking at the thing that you're doing isn't the thing that's going to change it. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, look at this. So don't look at this. So here's my problem. Here's my problem, Gary. And I didn't approach it like that. I was just like, Gary, this is the thing I'm doing and I don't know how to change it. Can you help me? He's like, okay, what you got to get is would an infinite being choose that thing? I'm like, no, but another thing, another, would an infinite being choose that thing? Well, no, but but this, but this, and he's like, yeah, okay. So you're aware you were aware of something you, we got aware of other people's points of view with money from the moment we came in from the moment we were conceived, <laughs> we were swimming in a soup of points of view about money, right? Parents, realities, grandparents, realities, all realities we're swimming in it. Right. So we come out and we're aware of all that and we get aware that it's insane and then we decide something about it. All unconscious. He's like, so you got to get, would an infinite being choose that thing that you chose back when you were two? No. Did you know you were an infinite being when you were two? No, I did not get that manual. My parents did not know or teach me that I was an infinite being. I did not get the infinite being training as a kid. I got finite being. Finite being is just where you have limited choices. So I was taught how to have limited choices. You know, my parents were young. My mom was 21. My dad was 27. They had no life skills, no relationship skills. Like who does, you know, they fought and argued all the time about money. Mostly um, they just fought and argued all the time. So it was just a really emotionally violent situation. And so I didn't get the infinite being education. I got the, you know, 21 and 27 year old trying to fucking survive education. 
And so at, I made a lot of decisions based on that. And you can probably look at your life and notice that too. So I'm still at 47 trying to live from the decision I made when I was two. That when I have a fuck ton of awareness and it's all really intense shit, RE, moving to Latin America, right? <laughs> Cope. That's what you do. That's what you do with a megaton of awareness of really intense, insane shit. No, I'm not blaming Latin America. I'm just saying it's intense. That's all. A lot of countries are intense. So what do you do with intense stuff? You cope. So that's what happened in my world. Now he's, so thank God for Gary, because he actually forced me to look at, I became willing. He had me look at, would an infinite being choose to cope? No. For what reason would you? Well, and then there's not much there. Because I just did. I just chose it. And he's like, so are you still a kid now? And I know that sounds really overly simple, but it's like, you know, so I said, no, of course, I'm not still a kid. I'm a grown up. So, you know, what do you want to create your life as? Do you want to keep creating it as limited? Because that's what coping is. Coping is you can only cope or leave. Or do you want to create it as infinite being, as infinite possibilities and infinite choices? And I'm like, well, that one sounds different. So you got to get that that's a reality that you can choose now. And you can start to ask yourself, like, what would an infinite being choose? Let me give you this here. You, the infinite being, okay? Some people have been told or taught that they need to get a concept of what they desire so that they can have the things that they would like to have. What's a concept? It's a map. It's a picture, a how-to or a definition. It's something the mind creates. It's like a defined thing, a concept, drawing, right? A concept. Yeah. When you, when you mock up a concept, you're like giving it some definition. The idea of getting a concept of what you desire may have some limited workability. Okay, so here we're talking about finite. It's got limited workability. But the universe is amazingly more vast and unlimited than anything your mind can comprehend or create. Let's use my example. So I'm living in the world as if I have to cope with it instead of opening and receiving and learning what an infinite being would choose, which is like, Unlimited. I don't even have reference points for that. Why would you want to use your mind to create your life in the same limited way that you have been? Why would you want to map out tomorrow, the day before you get there, so that you know what you're going to do? Why would you want to operate in a way that automatically limits what's available to you? So I get that some people just do want to live that way. And that's fine. Like consciousness is just an inclusive reality. It includes everything, everything everybody wants, everything everyone chooses, right? So you may be one of those people that does want to know what you're going to do tomorrow and does plan things out. But some of you might be like, what else is possible? What else is possible? Some of you might have that humanoid disease of more. Like, okay, so... I've chosen to experience broke. I've chosen to experience poverty. I've chosen to experience scarcity. I've chosen to experience survival. That's what we do. We just choose our experiences. I've blamed it on other people. So I chose that experience too. Like I've made it my mom's fault, you know? Okay, fine. What else would I like to choose? What else is there? What else is possible that I haven't considered? And that ache, that innate question is kind of what pulls us forward. And we find 
weird shit like access consciousness. Why would you want to operate in a way that automatically limits what's available to you? When I, when I choose a point of view with money, like I can't do this. Thank you, Nicole. Thanks, Don. I can't do this. This is too hard. Does that expand the choices that are available to me or does that limit the choices that are available to me? I'm never going to be able to figure out this money thing. Does that expand the choices that are available to me or does that limit the choices that are available to me? So the moment I take a point of view, and as you can probably see with money in particular and relationship, same universe, the number of points of view that we're functioning from are pretty like staggering, right? Most of them are completely unconscious and energetic and we have no idea what they are. They're just running our lives. So we're, you know, we're trying like this, me trying to create a different reality with relationship beyond reaction and can't because I'm trying to create it from the point of view that if it gets too intense, I have to cope. I have that point of view. I've decided that that's true. So with that as a point of view in place, that becomes the anchor from which I can't remove myself from until I look at it and go, wait a minute, I don't have to create from that anymore. What would an infinite being choose? And all of a sudden that anchor starts to go, because it's not real to begin with. Your point of view that I have to, I'm never going to be good at money. These are terrible examples. I'm sorry. Is the anchor from which you cannot create anything, but what supports it. So you have to prove that you're never going to figure out this thing with money until you start to actually choose a different question to create from. Okay. I see the anchor. Awesome. Or I don't see the anchor. Maybe you don't see the anchors that you're creating from. All you can see is the fruit in your life. The fruit in your life is what you're creating is the fruit of what you're creating from. Okay. All your unconscious points of view. So We can go looking for all your unconscious points of view. We'll do a little bit of that in the process. What does money mean to you? This is part of that. Part of what is looking at your unconscious points of view. But what we're really going to be cultivating is how do you, what do you start to choose from that will create a different reality? What can you start to choose from that will create a different reality? Can you create a different reality from the same point of view? You have to choose something different to create from. Let's take my example of coping. Once I acknowledged that I chose and decided that coping was the only way when I was two. And I started to look at, I'm still trying to create my life from that point of view. And I just let that sink in. And I started to really let it sink in that infinite being was a reality I could choose I had never chosen it before. It was going to take some practice over an extended period of time that probably never completes to learn infinite being. I needed to be willing. (laughs) Then I could start then and only then did the anchor start the anchor of coping. The decision I made start to go. So since then, that was a week ago, I have discovered that I have way more allowance than I ever thought I did. That an infinite being is actually doesn't really have a point of view. That an infinite being just chooses to 
care for themselves and keep choosing and functioning and, and doesn't stop to react at every little thing because it's not required. It doesn't create anything. Like since then, honestly, it's really, 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 really changed my life. Like I have a totally different reality. And I get how this infinite being thing can seem really, really fucking conceptual, like really ridiculous. I'm willing to be ridiculous now because what I'm starting to get is like unlimited reality, which is infinite being is actually where I get to, I get to thrive as a, as a person, you know? In, as an infinite being, as a finite being with limited choices, I have to react to stuff. I have to, because I have to be right about things. So I have limited choices there. And, you know, as a finite being, I can't just have a, a financial reality beyond this reality. I have to make it reference something. I have to make it make sense to other people, right? As a finite being, it's got to make sense. As an infinite being, nothing makes sense. There is no sense. Sense doesn't even exist. It's not even part of the conversation. So I can just have and ask for, I can ask for the financial reality that works for me. Let me give you another piece out of this book that we're going to be studying. That's so awesome. At the back, there's another few, it's like additional tools you can use to generate money. You guys can pick this up and study it on your own. I just like doing it with you because then I do it. <laughs> Here's an additional tool. What would, it, what would it take for blank to show up? Asking you shall receive is one of the truths in the Bible. There's a lot of stuff in there that isn't true, but this is one of the truths, and it's the one we tend to ignore. We don't ask for what we desire in life. I'm so glad, Shayla. Thank you, Manvi. Thank you, Kiana. Sometimes when we're working with people on the subject of money, they'll ask, why can't I get out of debt? Why won't money show up so I can be happy? And we will ask them, well, have you asked for it? And they look at us, dumbfounded. So we repeat the question, well, have you asked for money? And they'll go, well, what do you mean? And we'll answer, you have to ask for something in order for the universe to work on your behalf so you can have it. You have to ask for something in order for the universe to work on your behalf. And they'll say to me, I've been working. I've been doing affirmations. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. And none of it is working. I'm doing all the right things. I'm pock and potting. I'm clearing. I'm doing my 30 by 30s. None of it's working. And we'll say, I know. It's because you haven't asked for the money. We can't tell you how many people are doing everything right, but missing this one essential point. I'm reading this today and I'm like, have I asked for the money? Nope. I've chosen the money. I'm willing to work for the money. Have I asked for the money? I mean, I changed it immediately. Once they understand this and they start to ask the universe for what they desire, their financial situation starts to change. So a good way to ask for something is to say, what will it take for blank to show up? For example, what would it take for me to double my income this year? Instead of asking questions, most people make presuppositions. The only way I can double my income this year is if I have two full-time jobs, for example. 
The thing is that once you go into the presupposition mode and try to figure things out, then nothing else can show up for you. You've created, a, you've created, you, with doing that, you just created a giant limitation. You get, I'm like, I am walking around creating these limitations for myself. Would an infinite being choose that? <laughs> the way to generate what you wish to have is simply ask the universe for what you desire. What's it going to take for fill in the blank to show up? Is an effective way of doing this. Here's another key though. Once you ask, however, you've got to be willing to do what it's going to take to generate the money you're looking for. I thought that part was interesting. I can ask, and I am going to ask all the time now. What I thought was interesting is once you ask, however, you've got to be willing to do what it's going to take to generate the money you're looking for. So it's not a one-step process. It's like ask, yes, and then be willing to do be whatever it takes to generate the money you want. And that's what the universe can contribute to. If you're willing and you've asked, the universe is willing, and then the universe can contribute to it showing up. That is a totally different reality with money. What if your money worked for you instead of you working for money? Join me if you wish. CrystalJoyCrawford.com slash right riches. We're going to start tomorrow. It's you have no notice. You choose right now. And you can come join in the membership way or monthly payment. We have global pricing. You can choose a one-time payment for just this book if you just want to do just this book. You can just buy the book and you can study it on your own. But I cannot recommend this enough. Um, Actually, Shannon and David Kubis and Simone are starting to do classes on this. Eventually, I will become a Right Riches for You facilitator for classes. But for now, this exists. And as you can see, we need it. So come join me if you wish. Share this with your friends if you loved it. Watch this again and take notes if that would contribute to you. And um, I will see you in Salon or I will see you next week on the next show. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.